Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Merry Christmas, Sister Mary Grace. Merry Christmas, Sister Amy's Day. Amen. We made it. Oh my gosh, we made it. Longest Advent yeah. that there can be. Yeah, and actually. And here we've arrived at Christmas. Isn't it a gift? It's awesome. And even though it's the day after Christmas, mm-hmm. it's still Merry Christmas. Oh, definitely. Because you get a whole octave uh-huh. for this great mystery. Eight days, had no idea. Eight days, and then it breaks into a whole season. Yeah. Merry we're, Christmas. We're just beginning. We're just, yeah. We're just beginning all the mystery and grace of yesterday's liturgy Mm -hmm. for Christmas is now bursting, stretching across days and actually Mm -hmm. weaves its way throughout the entire year. Mm -hmm. It is such a beautiful mystery, sister, and I can't even wait to try to talk about it. And it's such a gift because it is so rich. There's so much to it. The fact that it isn't it isn't restricted to the 24 hours that we have this whole season is, is awesome. We're beginning to unpack it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Praise be Jesus Christ. Our Savior is born. Amen. Well, sister, I wonder, mm. uh, before we break into unpacking this incredible mystery, I don't know, Christmas makes me nostalgic. Mm. I always find myself remembering uh, remembering the Christmas of past years, <laughs> <laughs> the joys, the sorrows, yeah. the, the Christmas cries, the Christmas yeah. uh, fun and jokes and mm-hmm. lessons learned. Um, I don't know. Do you have any? Yeah, the memories are rampant. Fun yeah. memories. Yeah, there's something about the childhood memories. They seem to stick more. They stick. But I remember, you know, growing up, we would always have this little ritual at the beginning of the day. We'd all kind of like wake each other up in the morning. Uh, We'd go and check and see like, you know, the carrots that mom and dad put out for Santa was like half eaten. So you knew Santa would come. And then we'd come out the back all together in the back living room and the Christmas tree would be there and it would be filled with gifts. But we we had to walk over to the nativity scene to say happy birthday to baby Jesus before, but we always had to go around the gift. So we would walk in single file with our hands over our heads. I can't tell you whether or not I peaked every time, but but we would walk around with our hands over our eyes and try and make it to this little cute little nativity set and, and say a little hail Mary and then uh, wish baby Jesus happy birthday. Uh, And then it was like ready break. And we just charge for the Christmas tree and, and, and get into all the gifts. But it, it, it helps me remember every morning to yeah it's to keep beautiful. my eyes straight, which is cool. Oh yeah, that is really beautiful. And we filmed every Christmas, so no kidding. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That's really really special. Yeah. Wow, what about you? Great. Any memories of the day? Oh my gosh! Well, I wish I could say my family was as pious as yours. About <laughs> <laughs> pious, it was. Yeah. No, Delayed, really, but we tried. Oh it was my as gosh. holy as we got. <laughs> It's beautiful. It really is. Because I think our big impediment to yeah. opening gifts was waiting for my big brother to wake up. And it always took him forever. <laughs> um, but actually, the particular memory that comes to mind mm-hmm. is, um, so I'm the youngest of eight, or I've mm-hmm. a little brother, but um, I'm at the bottom of the pile. Sure. And there was one year that my older sister was studying abroad for the semester. Mm-hmm. And I was still in grade school. Um, but as she attempted to come home, mm-hmm. to arrive home on Christmas Eve, or it was a few days before Christmas, um, she had her whole life in her this giant backpack, right? Mm-hmm. Like everything she had had for the semester and needed for the semester was basically on her back. Mm-hmm. And so she was attempting to um, get on an airplane and had a taxi 
you know, cab driver to the airport. But it turned out she didn't have enough money to pay him. She's in like Prague or something like mm-hmm. this, and they're going from ATM to ATM. And for some reason, her card isn't working. Oh, so the taxi driver like gets upset, and he basically just takes off with all of her stuff. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I know. Talk about like wow drama, right? Drama yeah. abroad. So. You know, I remember the the phone ringing at like one in the morning and sure enough, it was my sister calling my mom and dad and, you know, getting money wired over to Europe and, you know, getting her home because I think she missed her flight too. Oh, so it was yeah. kind of, you know, a little oh, traumatic, so right? Is... <laughs> but, pain. Is this going somewhere? I know, this is definitely going somewhere. This is gonna be a, it'll be a Merry Christmas, oh. I promise. Um, but what was um, heartbreaking for mm-hmm. her is actually she had, you know, traveled throughout Europe throughout the semester and had picked out very special gifts for each of us, oh, but they yeah. were all lost, right? Yeah. Like they, they didn't make it. Yeah. And so what was beautiful to see was two things. First, my sister uh, took it upon herself to describe to each of us, you know, what she had purchased for us wow. and why. Mm-hmm. And, and actually that was very beautiful. Actually, I was like, wow, she really thought about me and she really tried to get me something special. And mm. I just felt very loved in that and almost receiving a greater gift in that while you weren't receiving it tangibly, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the thought was there mm. and the love was there. Um, and then my dad trying to be a good dad and <laughs> trying to like, you know, like console her heart. Mm. He's like, you know what? let's just not even get gifts for each other this year. He's like, this year we're just going to have virtual gifts. And we're like, dad, like, what do you mean? We're just going to have virtual gifts. But actually it was really dear. He like kind of like printed out Mm. pictures or drew pictures of different gifts that he was like dreaming up for each of us. Okay. And he thought that we would need or whatnot. And he like passed them out. And initially we were like sorely disappointed, right? right? Like dad, this is lame. Like I, I don't want like a picture of, really cool hiking boots. I mm-hmm. want the actual hiking boots. Mm-hmm. But um, actually, as I reflect on it now, uh, I see, <laughs> I really see God the Father's heart. Yeah. And that he looked down and he said, what do my children need? Cool. And he said, they need a savior. Mm-hmm. And um, he dreamed up this incredible dream mm-hmm. of salvation for us. Mm-hmm. And, and actually, Jesus is not virtual. He actually came. Yeah, um, that's awesome. And I think that's what we want to talk about Listen, today. Perspective gives you a lot of wisdom. There, <laughs> looking back on that, that's, that's impressive you drew that from that. Took me a, it's it's taken nice. me 30 years to get perspective on that, but I'm finally appreciating awesome. the that dreams of a father, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and trying to console the hearts of uh, his daughters, his yeah. children. Yeah. And, um, and actually, praise be to God. Uh, yeah. It's not just a virtual Christmas mm-hmm. uh, that Jesus uh, has come. And yeah. um, and I can't wait to break that mystery open. Mm-hmm. We have a Savior, that wonder counselor, the Prince of Peace, God mm-hmm. hero. Um, he's here. Mm-hmm. And he wants to break into our lives. Mm-hmm. And yeah, here's to it, sister. That's awesome. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Should we say a prayer and dive in? Yeah, let's do it. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Father, we thank you and we praise you for the gift of your Son that you make evident, especially in these days. We thank you for answering our pleas, for answering the cries that we weren't even aware of. We thank you for your providence, for answering us in every way in your Son, Jesus. We accept the gift, we receive the gift, we welcome the gift of Jesus into our hearts and lives this year, this day like it was the first Christmas. And Father, we ask uh, for the gift of your Holy Spirit to help us keep our hearts open, open wide, ready to receive 
every gift you desire to unfold in our hearts and our lives. We ask for the gift of courage and humility, of patience and love to move forward with you now as we celebrate these days. We ask for joy, for hope, and for every good gift of your Son, who is now entirely with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And Father, Son, Son Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Thank you, sister. Mm. Praise be to God. Whoa. Well, I feel like, I don't know, nothing opens up Christmas better than the gospel. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, we've got to start there. What do you think? We can't do you start wanna, the whole Advent and not finish on that note. Do you want to read the sure. the Christmas gospel? Let's do it. I think from the, the Mass of the Day, I know there's a lot of different Masses. Okay. There's so many different beautiful readings. It is so rich. I mean, you can go anywhere, but um, mm-hmm. I think just... The Gospel. Let's do it. Christmas Day. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to be through Him, and without Him nothing came to be. What came to be through Him was life, and this life was the light of human race. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony, to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came to be through him, but the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, but his own people did not accept him. But to those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not by natural generation, nor by human choice, nor by a man's decision, but of God. And the word became flesh, and made his dwelling among us. And we saw his glory, the glory as of the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him, and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, The one who is coming after me ranks ahead of me, because he existed before me. From his fullness we have all received, grace in place of grace. Because while the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. The only Son, God, who is at the Father's side, has revealed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise be Jesus Christ. Oh, my goodness. We should stop there. Oh, my gosh. We should, sister. <laughs> we could cut it there, It's sister. so stunning. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Thank you. Mm. Holy smokes. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful word. Yeah. Well, and here it is, sister. It's like this is such a, a huge mystery and yet right. humble and small. Because mm-hmm. he comes to us as a, a newborn, uh-huh. um, helpless and little yeah. and approachable. Um, again, there's so many beautiful paradoxes right. in God's plan for redemption and salvation. Yeah. But I wonder, maybe we could approach this in like Christmas potpourri style. <laughs> what do you think? I like it. Because yeah. there's I don't know. just so much. There's so much. You could go with anything. Yeah. Do you want to just like swap nuggets about like different themes or, or different things <clears throat> that have helped you ponder this mystery? Um, this Christmas, past Christmas. Yeah. You know, what you hope to ponder more in the future. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> A little Christmas potpourri. What do yeah, you think? Yeah, that sounds great. I'm feeling kind of jolly. Yeah. 
<laughs> we'll probably be a little sugar high too. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's way too much. And yeah. I know Christmas, it's nonstop uh, for the good yeah. sister. It's true. Little Pretty sleep, sweet. lots of sugar. There it is. It's the only way to celebrate. Deep prayer. Yeah, deep prayer. Yeah, yeah, that's two things. Is not. Tri- triple play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah. You want me to kick us off with a yeah, thought? Yeah, please. Well, it's John's gospel, which is so rich. And mm-hmm. you could pray with that gospel the rest of your life mm-hmm. and be sustained in super abundant grace. Yeah. But this whole reality of life, um, mm. and here I am a sister of life, hmm. and here it is, I'm consecrated to this charism of life. And reading that gospel, I just want to bring us to n- number one in the gospel of life, mm-hmm. which is a beautiful document. I know we've talked about it, but one of my favorite nuggets to think about just as we kick this thing off. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's my Christmas potpourri, part one. Cool. I'm going to read this to you. It says, The gospel of life is at the heart of Jesus' message. Lovingly received day after day by the church, it is to be preached with dauntless fidelity as good news to the people of every age and culture. Here it is. At the dawn of salvation, it is the birth of a child, which is proclaimed as joyful news. I bring you good news of a great joy, which will come to all the people. For to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. The source of this great joy is the birth of the Savior. But Christmas also reveals the full meaning of every human birth, Mm. and the joy which accompanies the birth of the Messiah is thus seen to be the foundation and fulfillment of joy at every child born into the world. Okay, then it connects to John. When he presents the heart of his redemptive mission, Jesus says, I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. Praise be Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. right? In the birth of Christ, um, we've, we understand actually the meaning of our own birth mm-hmm. and this reality of being given life by God the Father so that we can live in communion mm-hmm. with God and that he's given us his son Jesus to redeem us and his Holy Spirit to sanctify us. Mm -hmm. Um, As we live towards and within the fullness of life. And Mm. here, this Christmas mystery, I just love pondering this. Mm. It draws us into that fullness. Mm -hmm. Because in this little infant baby Jesus Mm. is all the grace Mm. uh, that we need, is is the way. He is the way, he is the truth, he is the Mm -hmm. life. Um, In Jesus we receive everything mm. that we need mm-hmm. um and it comes in in such a sweet little package <laughs> <laughs> accessible to all accessible yeah. to yeah. all mm-hmm. anyway just a christmas nugget i love thinking about no this. i love that because when you steep in the mystery of christmas it's really like what we find in it is like the blueprint for life mm. you know it's really just not limited to the 25th of december as we step and reflect it's like god is giving us a way forward uh, as we ponder and, and just what you were saying, it was like, wow, this is not just about December 25th. This is about 365 days of the year. Amen. <laughs> this little way that uh, looks like Christmas, uh, but we get to steep in it today. I love that. And actually, when we're reading the gospel, it was reminding me too of, um, you know, I got off a plane from a trip recently and it was only a couple of days mm-hmm. before Christmas. And as we were descending into New York City, I mean, this it's a city of lights, right? It just doesn't sleep. It's so bright. But I noticed this time as I was descending, it made me smile so much. The whole city and, and really actually more of the suburbs around were like sparkling. Like they, wow. they were like kind of glittering. I came in during the night. And as I looked closer and we got closer, it was all the houses and streets covered in Christmas decorations. Wow. Like literally you could see the reds and the greens and the blues all setting off. 
And, and literally the world is brighter through this mystery. And we know that in faith, but actually Christmas is one of the brightest times of the year. Um, and the mystery in, in it's all its little simplicity makes it accessible to every human heart. Um, and I love to think of that, that that's the effect on our hearts too, is these little sparks of light that Christmas brings in. Um, all of our worlds, even in the mystery of, you know, we wake up the day after Christmas and we all still have the same problems. <laughs> we're still working through the same stuff. There's tension in relationships that we're still trying to heal. Um, and yet uh, the Christmas difference is this exact thing we're talking about, that Jesus is with us. Mm. There is a light in the middle of the mess that changes everything. Wow. Uh, and all of our lives, whether we see it entirely or not, is brighter after wow. yesterday. It's it's brighter. Oh, um, you know, and I, I love the fact that when Jesus came, he didn't change the stable into a palace. Mm-hmm. You know, it remained a stable. It was messy. Uh, but the manger now has become a chosen throne for the son of God. Wow. That these mangers that we still live in, you know, the Holy family still had so much to deal with and flee from and persecution. Uh, but the difference of Christmas is God is now with us. Divine life is accessible in our hearts. Life, as you were saying, is, is, um, divine life is now ours. And that that's the entire difference after one day, um, that we get to celebrate. Thanks be to God. Oh my gosh. It's so powerful, sister. Yeah. It's so powerful. Yeah. Well, I love. I want to put that on a T-shirt. The Christmas difference. <laughs> yeah, we can Christmas. sell it. Other people can buy it. Oh my gosh! It's yeah. a bumper sticker. But right, Living it's like a Christmas difference. difference. Yeah. <laughs> no, can we might start something. It's true, sister. Yeah. Because actually, you're right. We do wake up, and um, there's there's new possibility mm-hmm. within the crosses that we bear, uh, that we find in Christ, and I think. It's kind of another, let's add to the potpourri. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I love about Christmas is, yeah, usually um, you wake up and I don't know about you, but it's like, oh my goodness. It's almost like the Christmas grace of knowing there is somewhere that I can fall apart. Mm. Actually, there's there's someone mm. who will receive me in my misery. Um, yeah. There's hope in those places. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that about Jesus and and he is so approachable. Like yeah. one of my favorite meditations uh, during the Christmas season is to simply snuggle up next to that baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, Ignatian prayer, whatever prayer you want to pray. Mm-hmm. But like he's poor, he's helpless, uh, he's defenseless, mm-hmm. and actually going to those places within um, our own hearts, right, mm-hmm. where we feel poor, we feel helpless, we feel defenseless, we feel like there's no answers, yeah, and yet uniting all of that with the infant Christ, it's like we find an answer. We find hope mm-hmm. in him. Uh, we find that this little infant is opening himself totally mm. to relationship and living totally in relationship, um, not only to Mary and Joseph, but to mm. God the Father. Mm. And in that I find the way. In that I find a way wow, cool. uh, to uh, find new life mm. within uh, yeah, the crosses. Mm-hmm. Uh, the difficulties, mm-hmm. the challenges, which which are there and are going to be there yep. for me. Um, and I think, you know, as we talked throughout the entire Advent season, it is, it's like opening the doors of our hearts mm. so that he can come. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if we've lived a good Advent, um, we've become aware of places we're poor. Yeah. We've become aware of places we need a savior. And this is a time to actually stay open, keep your hearts open, radically cool. open. Yep. And... Um, Snuggle up 
mm-hmm. with this this sweet little baby Jesus awesome. who he can fit right in <laughs> to all those places and bring yeah. new life. Um, it's real. That's cool. It's an awesome gift. Yeah, that reminds me of an encounter I just had on a, on a plane recently. <laughs> I love and it. They really, that's where the best things happen. I know people must feel just like safe because they know it's going to be over very soon mm. and they'll probably never see you again. I don't know what it is, but... Uh, hearts open up in the air, that's for sure. But there was this couple that I was speaking to as we were getting off the plane to New York. Young couple just in New York City for a great time over Christmas. We know New York City looks amazing at Christmas. Mm-hmm. I mean, the buildings are like lit up. It's unbelievable. But I was sharing with her just what we do in the city and how we serve women in crisis and um, especially women who have experienced the suffering of abortion to really encounter the, the infinite love and mercy of Jesus that shows them a way forward. You know, because um, I said we all have histories and pasts, and when we bring it to the light to the Lord, He makes it all new. And her response was so beautiful, and I think one of the best descriptions of Christmas. But she said, "Well, it sounds like you." She's like, you know, us women. She said, "We so easily count ourselves out. Mm-hmm. You know, I did this. You know, I scratched that up. I messed that up. So I'm going to count myself out of mm-hmm. ever doing that again in the future, or ever being part of something like that." And she said, it sounds like you just keep counting us back in no matter how many times we fail. And I was like, yeah. And she said, yeah. She said, it's so, it's so easy to count each other out when we stuff up. Um, and to me, I was like, that is probably one of the most beautiful and simple explanations when I thought about afterwards of, of Christmas. It's like we're wow. in wherever we find ourselves that God comes down, whatever state we're in, uh, and says, I'm counting you in again, part of my story. I count you in. You're part of this. Um, no matter what your history, what you're dealing with, I'm, I'm counting you. And even if you don't see the goodness or the capability in your own life, I see it and I'm coming and I'm, I'm going to throw myself into that. Wow. Um, so it's, it's such a hopeful time to be counted back in by God himself. Uh, you know, uh, so yeah, it was a, it was a nice little reminder of what it's all about from someone else. <laughs> what an awesome mm. word, sister. Mm-hmm. It gives me a lot of hope. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's like, I like that. I'm getting counted back in. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, that we're all on his list. Yeah. We're all on the father's list. Yeah. He's after us, the hound mm-hmm. of heaven. He's chasing us <laughs> with his beloved son. Mm-hmm. Well, and even that kind of reminds <clears throat> me of, I was recently speaking to a couple yeah. and they're expecting their first child. Wow. Okay. And it is just so awesome to mm. listen to them, even especially around this time of Christmas. Um, I think she's about, you know, five, six months pregnant. Mm-hmm. And again, this life, and this harkens back to, to what I read initially here from yeah. the gospel of life. It's like the hope that this little one brings to their life, huh. the new beginning it brings to them, the yeah. new meaning that they have in their lives. Um it's just so powerful, the mm-hmm. anticipation, um, the expansion of the heart, uh, the, <laughs> the new, the possibilities, right? That are yeah. born of, of this life. And that's, life brings hope. Mm-hmm. And I think we find that hope in the life of our Savior, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Um, and as we welcome that gift, we find it within ourselves. Um, cool. And he's, he's united himself intimately to each yeah. of us, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, we got to count ourselves back in. Yeah. You know, uh, make an act of faith in ourselves. Yeah. Make an act of faith in uh, that new beginnings mm-hmm. and new possibilities are yeah. there to claim. Mm-hmm. If we're willing to kind of step out mm-hmm. into the sparkle of Christmas, mm-hmm. the Christmas difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that though, because you think about like first time, it's like my brother's just become a first time parent. Mm. And seeing that too, like as soon as a child's born, like everything changes. 
Everything. I mean, your whole life then is about this other thing, you know, this other person, this other <laughs> being that doesn't go away. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really kind of radical. And you think about it, like the capacity for conversion at Christmas in our own hearts, like, am I open to willingly accept Jesus wants to be radically part of every, every moment of my life, that he's interested in everything when I'm awake, when I'm asleep, when I'm in a good mood, bad mood, like Jesus wants to be united to our entire human existence Mm -hmm. uh, to the effect of like, you know, if we woke up, you know, yesterday and we have a newborn child in our life, like that's the radical desire of God to be intimately united with every aspect of our life that we see in a newborn child. You know, that literally it's, yeah, it's a full-time job now. Christianity is full-time. Amen. Oh my gosh. That's uh, awesome. It's cool. But but the opportunity for new life of Christmas because God comes into the center of it all. Wow. It's really beautiful, yeah, sister. Yeah, it's cool to think about. Guys, sister, just another little nugget to toss into the Christmas potpourri. Let's go. <laughs> it's one of the last lines in mm. the gospel that you read. Um, the only son, God, who is at the Father's side has revealed him. Uh, but I love that. Mm. Um, as much as Jesus has come to be with us, mm. he's with us and he can be with us so intimately and closely. Mm. Um because he lives in the bosom of the Father. Mm. You know, he lives at the side of the Father. And he teaches us, actually, where our home is. Mm-hmm. Um, that we have a Father. Uh, we're not orphans. Um, and to to renounce the orphan spirit, um, yeah. we're not alone. We have a Father who loves us and is mm-hmm. looking out for us. Um, we we don't have to rely on ourselves, actually. Mm. We, we don't have to control life. Mm. The Father has a plan for our lives. Uh, where there is life, God makes plans because he mm-hmm. gives that gift of life. And I think Christmas mm. renews that in my own heart that mm. I have a father, um, I have a savior, and I want to live where the savior lives. Mm. I want to live at the side of the mm-hmm. father. I want to live in the bosom. And that's where I am happy. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm secure. That's where I'm safe. That's where I flourish. That's where I'm rooted in my identity. That I know who mm. I am as a beloved daughter of the father. <clears throat> Um, life is so much mm. easier, right? The pressure can roll off. Mm-hmm. And again, as we look at this little one, mm-hmm. the way, the truth, and the life, um, where is he living? Well, sign me up. Mm. That's where I want to park the car of my <laughs> life. Uh, and Christmas reminds us of that. Yeah. There's a way. Uh, yeah. I love that. Let the pressure roll off. Mm. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. It's so true because it, it reminds me too of just this whole idea that you know, the whole Christmas story is is God expressing his love for us in such a fascinating, unique way that, that he shows us his love, that he chose this particular way, um, coming as a child as a radical act of dependence. You know, think about it. almighty, omnipotent God who can do anything and controls everything, chooses to become a vulnerable child and is entirely entrusted to the arms of humanity. Wow. You know, that he, that he totally um, expresses his love um, – by depending on us and 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 desires us to embrace him to hold him and he um you know this yeah this radical act of dependence and you know how countercultural is that in our lives now you know uh, we're a culture that you know let's be honest we're terrified with de- in, we're terrified um of depending on another we're terrified of yeah, relying right. on others to um 
be there for us at times and we're we're obsessed with being in control let's be honest it's it's a temptation of every human heart to Mm -hmm. to have plans that we can control um and and seek approval everywhere uh whether it be in social media platforms or just in relationships of wanting to know we're doing things right um and there's good in all these but it, it can be it can be uh, there can be an extreme which leaves us in places of anxiety and an unwillingness to depend on one another. But at Christmas, God shows us this act of love that is an act of dependence, an expression that love can be expressed by making a gift of myself to another, um, which is risky. But, I mean, when you're living in the truth that you were saying, if, if he knows that at every every moment, 100% of the time he's in the bosom of the Father, he can make these radical acts of dependence of another. This is an invitation at Christmas. It's Mm -hmm. countercultural. You know, God's gone first. God Mm. has depended on us. Um, And we're being invited now, stepping forward, will you live your life depending on me? These little and grand acts of dependence um, back into the arms of the Father, which which points us to the cross, you know. Um, Jesus first gave gave himself to us depending on us into our arms, um, and the and the full expression of that is Jesus depending again at the time of suffering, you know, when um, it wasn't as sweet as co- and cozy in the arms of Blessed Mother in the manger. He was suffering and in deep pain mm. and even in that place made a similar act of entrustment to the arms of the Father um, to show us that this is the way forward of a love that is dependent on God. Oh, my goodness. Mm. It's really beautiful, sister. Yeah. Yeah. It mm. gives me so much hope. Yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. feast of hope. Yeah. It gives us a way forward for sure. Wow. And strength. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Strength for the journey. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, and here it is. Um we could talk about this forever. <laughs> we have to wrap up? I don't know. I think here it is. We've got we've got Christmas meditations to yeah. pray. We've got some carols to sing. Yeah. We're and gonna get moving. Right. We don't yeah, we yeah. don't want to take you too long from your families. Everyone needs a walk on Christmas Day though. There it is. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Take yeah, a walk because yeah. you probably need a break. <laughs> but I wonder before we go, sister, yeah. do you do you have any thoughts or challenges or Christmas blessings to wish? Gosh. Or you want to toss it back to me? Yeah, I'll toss it back to you. <laughs> Give me a second. Oh, my gosh. What have you got, sister? Do you have anything to finish on? You know, probably two quick things. Okay. Super quick. Yeah. Um, first is just to make a point at some point in this first, just to be sure, whether it's today or at some point in the Christmas octave, to kneel before a crash mm-hmm. and thank the baby Jesus. Thank you for coming. Make an act of, of adoration of your own heart mm. of this Christ child, um, who is our Savior, who is our Lord, and who we want to reign as Lord over our mind, our heart, our souls. Mm. Um, give him permission to be your Savior. And um, whether you want to write your own prayer, mm-hmm. whether you want to pull one down, I, there's so many beautiful ones you can find, um, you know, in, in various sources. I think there's a, there's many ways that you can, in a sense, um, uh-huh. Just thank the baby Jesus and yeah. humbly place yourself underneath the reign of his love mm. um, this Christmas and into this new year. It's a great New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the second challenge I have is to really take time this Christmas season for prayer. Mm. That even as sisters, it can be a huge temptation to like, you know, you get drawn out by the feasting and the festivity and the, mm-hmm. and the fa la 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 lying and which is wonderful and beautiful and, and, yeah. you know, to dive into that as well. But, but each day, uh, find time for silent prayer mm. and 
so that you can step into this mystery. Because these are, there's exceptional graces mm. in this Christmas octave to receive. And graces that we need to nourish mm-hmm. our faith, our hope, our love, to carry us uh, in our crosses, to carry us into the new year of grace mm-hmm. that the Lord is going to be calling us into. And um, it's just a time of precious grace that I would say, don't miss it. Mm-hmm. Don't miss what you can receive in mm-hmm. in quiet prayer with Jesus and mm-hmm. in his word. The readings are so rich each mm-hmm. day. And, right, that's um, enough there. Oh, mm-hmm. That's all I, I got. What do you have, sister? I love that. That's already like a mini retreat, kneeling mm. before the crash and then a time for prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can change the whole Christmas experience. Wow, well, only the echo on that. I'm going to quote someone else for the final word, but this is coming from a meditation on the Christmas season by Archbishop uh, Martinez. Beautiful. And it's named The Mystery of Weakness, uh, and I just love this quote. He writes, How will the world be saved? How will the Lord redeem a chosen humanity? Will he rise up? Will he stand up, magnificent and terrible in strength? No, in order to destroy the formidable dominion of the devil, the omnipotent one will become small. He will humble himself. Indeed, the Eucharist seems to preserve, to crystallize this mystery, this weakness of Jesus. It's the compendium of all. In it, we find all. End quote. Anyway, I love that because I think here we find the possibility of access to Christmas in every Eucharistic Holy Communion. Every time we go to Mass, just to um, recognize the gift, I think uh, when we live a Christmas well, every Mass after that has changed. Mm. Uh, And to know that in every Holy Communion, we're kneeling at the stable again and receiving this baby Jesus. And every time we uh, welcome the Eucharist into our hearts, we're letting Bethlehem be born again in us. Uh, and and the power and mystery of Christmas days is accessible in every single Eucharist. Um, I would just say to, to linger a little longer in Eucharistic Thanksgiving, the next wow. time we receive at Mass, you know, whether that be a minute, you know, after Mass is finished, or, or even just, you know, a moment of silence where we uh, place ourselves again at the manger and recognize that he's just been uh, placed in our arms in our heart uh, that he is there fully alive and with us um i think it's a beautiful way to kind of yeah just focus on the reality of, of christmas being extended in the eucharist that we have every day now wow yeah stunning sister mm. really really beautiful yeah we're teaching each other <laughs> it's awesome it's I'm oh my this. goodness yeah. Well, Merry Christmas, sister. Yeah, you too, sister. Merry Christmas. Oh, my goodness. And um, maybe I'll close this with a prayer. Yeah, please. Okay. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for the gift of your Son, Jesus. And uh, we just ask you, Jesus, infant Christ, to reign in our hearts. We welcome you. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Reign in our hearts with your love. We invite you into our crosses. We invite you into our pain. We invite you into the darkness that might be in our hearts. Uh, We invite you into our stress, our anxiety, our fears. Um, Come and reign in these places with your love. Uh, Come and scatter our darkness. Um, Come and be who you are. We give you permission, and we thank you. We praise you. We adore you. We love you. for your humility, uh, for your love, um, for your kingship. Uh, be Lord over our lives and inspire our love. And Blessed Mother, pray for us that we stay close uh, to you.
to your son as we say hail mary full of grace the, the lord, lord is with thee blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy, holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now and, now and at the hour of our death amen our lady of christmas pray for us amen <laughs> praise be jesus christ a, a very merry christmas to mm -hmm. everyone listening and know of our prayers Mm -hmm. Merry Christmas to each one of you. Amen. God bless. Be well. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.